Good morning. And welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church. It is good to see all of you gathered here for worship today and know that there are many more of you joining us for worship online. If you're looking for ways to connect with First United Methodist Church, let me remind you that our community bags for Thanksgiving in the Salvation Army are available for you to fill up. There, uh, you can find an empty bag in the Northex and in the Chestnut Street lobby, if you would, fill the bag and return it uh, in the next two weeks. Also, the church is receiving donations for the Gadsden Area Community Thanksgiving meal for cakes. Our church is responsible for uh, providing the dessert for that meal. If you would like to volunteer during Thanksgiving week, please see Dolores Abney. She'll help you sign up. Let us prepare ourselves for worship. Heavenly Father, we are blessed to be in this place today in the presence of your Holy Spirit and with such a great cloud of witnesses who encourage us and bless us in the faith. May this time of worship renew us in the power of your Holy Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Please stand as you are able and join us in singing our opening hymn, 711, for all the saints.
now let us say what we believe together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. time of morning offering, uh, let me remind you that if you have not turned in your estimate of giving card, you may do so in the morning offering or through the church office. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are the giver of every good and perfect gift, and we thank you for all the gifts you've given us. And we give back from those gifts to honor you and to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bless these offerings and guide us in their use. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
may be seated. Today is All Saints Sunday. It is a day where we celebrate the saints. In the United Methodist Church, a saint is not someone who is perfect or who has been a channel for miracles. A saint is anyone who follows Jesus Christ. So therefore, I'm a saint, you're a saint, the person in the pew next to you is a saint. And we believe that while we are part of the earthly body of Christ, that we are also part of that heavenly body of saints. That great cloud of witnesses, while they may not be physically with us, are still part of our family of faith. So therefore, this Sunday gives us an opportunity to recognize all the saints who have received their eternal glory during the past year and were members of First United Methodist Church. All these saints were identified on our membership roll. If we left someone out accidentally, we apologize. Please let us know after the service. Realizing that there are many, many in our faith community who were influenced and who influenced First United Methodist Church. Family members, as we call out your saint, you are invited to come forward and light a candle in their memory. And for the rest of you, if you have someone special in your life, you're invited to come as we sing the hymn after, after this time of roll call and remembrance. Being new here at First United Methodist Church, I did not have the honor and privilege of knowing most of these saints. In fact, I only met one of them. But I know all of them have a legacy and a beautiful impact on this congregation. Alex Holtzford. Although his death has been a year ago, Alex is still fondly remembered. He was a longtime and faithful member of First United Methodist Church in Gadsden, where he served several administrative capacities and was well-loved by the membership. Wynelle Welch. While she, uh, as a native of West Blockton, she died near her family in Texas, but was a member here at First Methodist Church in Gadsden and part of the United Methodist Women. She was a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution and the Gadsden chapter of the Music Clubs of America. Jesse Hester. Jesse served his country and served his community as a medical doctor. He was a truly gifted physician putting the welfare of his patients above all else. He had a special gift and calling which he used to serve others. Don Hiltz. Don found his home here after retiring to the Gadsden area. He served constantly in his church holding a variety of positions from the Board of Stewards to Weekly Usher. Bart Scott. Bart was known for his fiery spirit, quick wit, love of life, beautiful singing voice, love of music, and dry sense of humor. He had a large circles of friends who loved him 
and supported him. Larry Payne. Larry led a life of service to his fellow man. From an Eagle Scout to Jacksonville State University, to 36 years with Alpha Insurance, to a 30-year career in the 87th MAC, Birmingham, an Army Colonel, he retired and served as District 3 County Commissioner to Etowah County. Jane Herb. Jane was a beloved and active member of Inner Church, where she served in the Ladle of Love Soup Kitchen and taught Sunday school. She also served her community as an educator, which was clearly her life's calling. Jane shaped the lives of many people. Jane Gardner. She was active in many local United Methodist churches over her lifetime including over 40 years of membership and service at First United Methodist Church in Gadsden. Jack Pierce. Jack was a gifted and talented musician, influencing many students and serving through the work in the church. His obituary notes that Jack lived a life of serving his family, his neighbors, and his choir students. Jane Bug. Born in Gadsden, Jane moved and following her husband in his military career. She and her family returned to Gadsden in 1973 where she became active in her children's school and with First United Methodist Church. She held several positions in the church including president of the United Methodist Women and serving on the board of stewards. Marie Lambert. Marie was a member of 35 years and died in June of this year at the age of 100. She was a lifelong teacher in the Etowah County School System and retired from the Alabama School of Trade. Otis Deason. Otis is remembered for his service and concern for First United Methodist Church. He was known for his special concern for the clothes closet collecting clothes from his neighbors to pass along to those in need. Ken Davis. A native of Gadsden, his career from Goodyear took him to Union City, Tennessee. But upon retirement, he and his beloved Ina returned to Gadsden. In his return, he found a home among us at First United Methodist Church where he was the president of the Martin Sunday School class. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we bless your holy name, O God, for all your servants who have finished their course and now rest from their labors. Give us peace to follow the example of their steadfastness and faithfulness to your honor and glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we pray together with all the saints the prayer that our Lord and Savior taught his disciples to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we sing our next hymn, if you would like to light a candle in honor of a saint in your life, you may do so.
As we move to our time of sermon, just a reminder, on the first Sundays as we celebrate Holy Communion, we invite the children to stay in from Children's Church and worship with the family of faith. We so value children and recognize their importance in worship. Uh, don't worry about squiggly kids or noises. That, that's part of them being among us, and we celebrate that. If you... If the children need bags uh, for to entertain them and keep them busy, there are busy bags available in the Narthex and the Chestnut Street lobby for you to borrow and use during worship if you would like one. So today is All Saints Sunday. We recognize that as we gather for worship today, we gather surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And their spirit and direction, their guidance, their voices lead us so that we might persevere in the journey of faith which is set before us. I invite you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verses 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Hear the good news. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for that great cloud of witnesses. And we thank you through for a witness of you through them. And I pray as we look towards your word today that the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One question of curiosity that I've often received during my tenure here at First United Methodist Church is, why do I pronounce the same benediction every Sunday and where does it come from? Well, in my tenure as a pastor, every church that I've served for a reason close to my heart, I have done the benediction in a way that honors a pastor who has influenced my life. For example, uh, one church that I served, I pronounced the benediction to go along with the weekly sermon, and then after that, the Trinitarian blessing was in honor of a pastor who believed in me and mentored me in faith. And she would always do her blessings ending in such a way, in the name of the one who created you, in the name of the one who redeemed you, in the name of the one that goes with you every day. So that was at that particular church. When I came to Gadsden first and I started praying about how I would lead in worship, I thought about a pastor who influenced me greatly and who has now joined that wonderful cloud of witnesses. Someone who served in this area for a while, and some of you may know him, Reverend Watt Washington. Reverend Watt was my amen corner he was my Bible study buddy. He was a friend to me in a very difficult 
appointment. He loved me and supported me and was a great example to me. And any time that Watt led and preached in worship at the church that I served, he would always use scripture as part of his liturgy. The greeting, the call, benediction was scripture. Now, typically his benediction, which changed weekly, was scripture from one of the letters of Paul, but it was always something he quoted, not something that came from the sermon or, or from him. It was always a quote. So that is how I landed on the benediction that I use each week. And it's number 6, 24 through 26, the priestly blessing of Aaron. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Every time I pronounce that benediction, I feel what spirit with me. I think about all the barriers that he broke in ministry, and I think he would be proud of me for the barriers I have broken. I think about the stories he told of when he would go out with his DS and work hard to integrate the Central Conference, African American churches, with the North Alabama Conference, and how he faced racism and hate and anger. And he did that with Christian love. And when I was a district superintendent and I would face tough times and challenges, I would think about what and realize that I didn't have it so bad. Um, he, he's with me when I leave worship. And not only him, but every time I craft a sermon, I think about Ann and Jim who were mentors for me when I started out and offered me so much feedback. Each time I put on this stole, I think about my first Bible study that I led in my first appointment. Every woman in that Bible study stitched one stitch, at least, in, in the stole. And I feel their presence and love with me. I think about... Um, when I go into my office and robe up, I think about I'm a Jean and Jane and Harold and George and the mementos around my office from them and how much they still speak to me. When we sing particular songs or something funny happens in worship, I remember. When I stand at this pulpit and look at these beautiful stained glass windows, I recall that they were given in memory of some wonderful saints. And I feel their presence with us. As we gather in worship, as we journey through life in faithfulness, as we strive to follow Jesus Christ, we realize we're not alone. We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And those witnesses speak to us, encourage us, and help us in our journey of faith. They bless us. And that is what the author of Hebrews was reminding us in the scripture reading for today. Now, if you look at Hebrews, chapter 11 is known as the roll call of the saints. The author of Hebrews writes about 
Old Testament figures who lived lives of faithfulness to be examples to us who would follow. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, and Samuel. He then goes on to mention the early Christians who were martyrs and who were greatly persecuted for their faith. They were examples to us too. And finally, as he talks about these great cloud, uh, this great cloud of witnesses, he points to the greatest example of faith. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who endured the cross and is now at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. These are examples that still speak to us. While these saints... These heroes of the faith may not be physically with us and present in physical form today. They still speak. They still bless us. They still encourage us in the faith. They still help us live our best lives and help us be stronger followers of Jesus Christ. Their testimonies are so important. When we need encouragement, they're, they are there to encourage us. When we need a reminder that we're not alone, their presence shows up. And we also, they also remind us that, that we're saints and we need to encourage and bless others. We stand on the shoulders of some wonderful saints. And they continue to bless us and strengthen us and equip us as followers of Jesus Christ. And we are witnesses too. We witness to the power and love of God to those who might follow. So every time I pronounce that benediction, I think of what? And I smile. And I remember he's with me when I lead worship. I'm sure every time you walk in this church, you think of some great saints. Who are the saints that continue to bless you and speak into your life? Usually, when I preach a sermon, I like to give a, a challenge, you know, something you can hang your hat on and take with you and, and do throughout the week. And this t week, it's just to acknowledge, to bask, to give thanks for that great cloud of witnesses that goes with us every day, knowing that they are present with us. While they may not be physically with us, they are with us in spirit. And I find it very compelling that today, as we celebrate All Saints Sunday, that we have the opportunity to celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion together. Because as we come and celebrate this sacrament, we remember the thousands of people who have knelt at this communion rail before us. And we also remember that one day we're going to get to feast at Christ's heavenly banquet together as a family of faith. Amen. Would you join with me in the communion liturgy? The words are on the screen. Are they, you may find them on page 12.
of your hymnal. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him and who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. Not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. And now, if you would join with me in the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over... He took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, drink from, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ and one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. In the United Methodist Church, we practice open communion, which means all who seek 
to be in loving relationship with the Lord and repent of their sins are invited to Christ's table. That means you don't have to be a member here at First United Methodist Church. All are invited. Young, old, all are invited. So we will be serving here at the communion rail. You'll be served as a group and dismissed as a group. Uh, because of our wonderful special guest musicians today, we will only be serving from the cross over this way. So if you would, as you come to the communion rail, come to this side of the communion rail. The choir and those who are leading and serving in worship will be served first, and then the ushers will direct you to receive. I would invite all those who are serving and leading in communion to come and be served. Go in peace. Amen.
go in peace. Amen. Go in peace. Amen. Go in peace. Amen.
go in peace. Amen. Go in peace. Amen. Go in peace. Amen. If you have a prayer need in your life or feel called to unite with First United Methodist Church, I'll be available after the service to pray with you 
and speak with you. I want to say a, a word of thanks to Grand Avenue Brass for the lovely uh, contribution to our worship service today. Thank you very much. And also to Josh for filling in for JT today. Good job, Josh. Thank you. I think uh, Grand Avenue, you have one more song for us with a postlude, so you may want to hang around for that. And now if you would stand for the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Go in peace. Amen. For five years.